It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. This is a special episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast where I sit down with an NBA draft prospect ahead of tonight's NBA draft. I want to apologize on the front end. The audio quality is is not what it's normally for the Locked On Thunder podcast, uh, but I was on Zoom. Some settings got changed where I was using my built-in microphone, not the podcast microphone. But this, this prospect interview got put together in like 15 minutes. So I, I was really scrambled to get this going and I was thankful for the time that he made for the podcast. And so I wanted to have him on. Uh, so this podcast interview is like 12 minutes long. Enjoy it. Uh, and hopefully this guy has a great night tonight. You are locked on thunder, your daily Oklahoma city thunder podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. And we are sitting right now hours away from the NBA draft. And joining me for this very special episode of Locked On Thunder is NBA draft prospect, Kansas product, Isaiah Moss. Isaiah, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Got my workout in this morning. I'm all good. So, Isaiah, you have had an interesting path to get to this point, and I guess we can start with just the fact of your last season at Kansas. You transferred into Kansas. You get coached by Bill Self. That team was going to be a force come March Madness time. What went into the decision to go to the Kansas program? Uh, For me, it was just, you know, I had the opportunity to register my freshman year, so uh, that just led me to be able to transfer to go to any school I wanted to my senior year. So uh, for me, I just wanted to go somewhere where I knew I was going to win. We, you know, we was going to go deep in the tournament and be coached by a great coach. What, what really did Bill Self have an effect on you at Kansas? Because you had a, a good career at Iowa before transferring to Kansas. And you could see it, watching you at Iowa, then watching you closely at Kansas. You could see a transformation in your game. Was that just due to you maturing and you growing? Or, or did Bill Self and that coaching staff have a big impact on you? Uh, I think that – 
I think it was a mixture of both. I think it was more so just me uh, being diligent with myself and uh, knowing what I needed to work on and just growing. You know, you, you do something for so long, you just you just get good at it and better at it. So I, I think it was both. And also just the coaches, like I said, Hall of Fame coach Bill Self, he, he taught me a lot when I was there too. So it was it was both ways. So, Isaiah, I wrote about you on thundersintentions.com before, and I put you in one of my mock drafts. I had you at 29 going to the Los Angeles Lakers, and I thought that March Madness was going to be your coming out party because I had watched you at Iowa. I watched you at every game at Kansas, uh, and at Kansas I'd always want you to play more and more and more. I thought you were going to be a, a bigger part of that Kansas team. But obviously the hiatus happens and March Madness doesn't come. Uh, what has been – the the biggest struggle for you because you didn't get that big stage we've seen plenty of prospects make that jump from not being on everyone's radar to all of a sudden after march madness after a a three month a three-week sample size they're they're tops of the draft boards and i had predicted that for you uh, so going into this pre-draft process that's now lasted almost a year what has what have you been trying to convey to teams that is still in your game that they maybe have not seen yet yeah, that, that March Madness was tough. That was one of the main reasons why I went to Kansas because I knew that we was gonna be in March Madness and we was gonna go deep. So I would I would have a lot I would have a, a, a huge chance to just show what I can really do. But uh what I wanna show is just that I can I'm more than just a shooter. I think that shooting is definitely my, my best strength. But I would just like to show that I can put the ball on the floor as well. I can get my teammates involved and I'm just I'm just a hard-working player. I, I, I show a lot of effort. I play with a lot of effort. So that's what I would like to show. Yeah, for your career in college, you are a 37% three-point shooter on 3.5 attempts per game. You are a sharp-shooting three-pointer. Uh, and, and I think that you do have comparable defense to, to make it to where you can be a 3 and D wing if given the opportunity to grow. And so in this pre-draft process, have you spoken to a lot of teams? Yeah, I've spoken to 11 teams so far. And, you know, they've all pretty much kind of asked me general questions like um, how I was raised up. Um, I'm just my, They want to get to know my personality, my character, and they ask me about my strengths and uh, my weaknesses, things I need to work on, stuff like that. And were the Oklahoma City Thunder a part of that, a part of that 11 teams? Uh, no, they actually, they actually weren't, no. How, many, how many workouts did you get to do? Well, this year is different. See, like since Corona, it was no workouts. It was all Zoom calls. So every interview I had was over Zoom call. I was in Chicago and or Kansas and they were in their city. So I think that was unfortunate for me, though, because it, I think it could have changed life. I was in front of these these organizations showing them what I can do. But, you know, I'm, I'm thankful to, that, you know, these teams even reached out to me, though. I think that you're probably one of the biggest prospects that took a hit from this coronavirus and, and this change uh, of the layout. Because eight months ago, eight months ago, I projected you as a first-round pick if you got to do March Madness, if you got to do the NBA Combine, if you got to do Summer League. And so whenever you, you take away each of those opportunities here, what are you hoping for tonight at the NBA draft? Have, have you gotten any inkling of, of what could happen for you both during the draft and after the draft without the – the hopes of playing in a summer league? Because that's a lot of times what undrafted guys get to do is they get a chance to play in the summer league and prove that they're worth an NBA contract. What is, what is your expectation heading into tonight? Um, I'm, uh, that's a tough question. I think that, I think that I'm just going to enjoy it tonight. I know the work that I've put in. I put in a lot of work. I worked hard. And I'm proud of myself for that. 
So I'm just going to enjoy tonight. Whatever happens is going to happen. I'm going to leave it to God. And uh, I'm ready to get to work wherever I land, wherever I go. I'm just ready to work. So. And, you know, this season you're, you're looking at probably expanded rosters with, with COVID, and, and you know, they already have amended the two-way contract where you can uh, practice with the NBA team and get to play with them for 50 games. Uh, have you looked at that option as well, and have you kind of vetted all of your options? And would you even consider going overseas? Like what is still in play for you and still ahead of you tonight? Yeah, I've, I've, I've looked at options. Um, I think that for me, I feel like I belong. So, and I have confidence in myself and my, in the work I've put in. So I would say I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to stay in the league and do all I can and just continue to work. Uh, I, I think at each level it's kind of been, I've seen a pattern for me. I've, I've always kind of had to work and rise up and I'm okay with that. I've learned to love that. So I know that whatever position I'm in, I'm, I'm a work, I'm a worker. So, I'm going to get it done. Yeah, I think that you belong in the NBA. Again, eight months ago I had you as a first-round pick. And so uh, whenever, you, whenever you're looking at this process and you're going to Kansas and you're playing basketball at the highest level in Allen Fieldhouse, you know, kind of just behind the scenes on the interview process there, they were just asking about you as a person. What, what is it like to be interviewed by an NBA team and, and kind of have a job interview, which is what it is, only you're not having a job interview for Chick-fil-A. You're having a job interview with, with NBA organizations. What, what, what goes into that feeling that you get whenever you get in those Zoom meetings? It's a lot different than this Zoom meeting, I think. <laughs> uh, I mean, when I, when I first started doing them, I was – and even to, to the to first to the 11th, I still had, like, excitement and, and, and a little nerves because this, is, this has always been a dream for me. To, and for me to just to be so close is just it's – it's an exciting feeling for me. And uh, – I don't know. I'm just I'm just extremely thankful to be able to talk to these teams, have, knowing these teams are interested in me. Yeah, I think that I think that you know if if you could, what, who are the eleven teams that you've talked to so far? Oh man, you put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the Pistons, San Antonio, the Bulls, um, Atlanta Hawks, Cleveland Cavaliers, um, Milwaukee Bucks. Man, that's all I can remember right now. <laughs> yeah, you that's got, all I can remember right now. You've got a lot farther than most draft prospects. I've been in all these Zoom meetings with prospects. You know, as as, as the media, we get to talk to these prospects, and a lot of them can't get that far on their list. So you oh, actually wow. showed a great display of knowledge okay, there. Okay, cool. I'll take that. That's cool. Dude. <laughs> so for, for you, I, again, I just think that you have so much talent to, to be in this draft class. Have, have you thought about what your – peak role could be in the NBA because we have seen stories like yours where you're undervalued, undervalued. Look at Lou Dort right now. Lou Dort came in with the Thunder on a two-way contract, should have been a first-round pick, got, got slipped all the way out of the draft, and now uh, he is a starter for the Oklahoma City Thunder a year later. Have you thought about what your peak could be in the NBA? Because I think it's a 3 and D kind of guy. Yeah. Um, as far as role, I think that I would – I know starting, starting out, it would just be uh, – I would – Coming, coming in, being ready to shoot, knocking down shots, and and locking up on the defensive end, and just doing all I can to help the team. And that's just my mindset going in as a rookie, just doing what I can to help the team, whatever whatever these organizations want me to do. Uh, that's what I want to be able to do. I know that my strength is shooting and defense, so I, I would love to do that for any team. I think that there's a role for you. And just talking about Kansas again, because. Not a lot of people get to play at that level, you know, play for the Kansas Jayhawks. What was that experience like for you? I know you got to play at Iowa too, but playing in Allen Fieldhouse, what was the most memorable moment 
for you at Kansas? Because you were surrounded by some Hall of Fame coaches and Bill Self. You were surrounded by Devon Dotson, a first-round pick, Udoka Azubuki. What was it like being one of the big men on campus in Lawrence, Kansas? It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, honestly. Uh, that's a tough question. The, the most uh, memorable moment. That's I have so many memorable moments. Uh, I think that just the intro of every home game is just amazing to me. It, it gets so loud in there. And then you just look around and everybody's screaming, jumping around. And it's just it's just a lot of love in there. I don't know. I, I would say that the intro of every home game, I would say that's the most memorable moment. When they're throwing the newspapers in the air, you get real excited. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My favorite moment for you, again, you didn't know this before you got on the call, but I'm actually a Kansas basketball fan, so I've watched your Kansas career very closely. But you know, watching you really against Stanford, because against Stanford, you were electric. And then you also had a great game against Oklahoma and Baylor. But against Stanford, really, I think that you helped propel Kansas in that one. Yeah, definitely. I think Kansas, I mean, uh, Stanford was definitely kind of a breakout game for me. You know, before that, I was kind of in a slump. But yeah, it was for me, it was just continuing to work and continue to get comfortable and more comfortable. Like I said, at each level, I kind of had to go through that. So yeah, uh, Stanford was definitely a fun game. So yeah. <laughs> you hit four threes in that Stanford game. Then you hit six against Oklahoma. What is it like to be in a kind of shooting zone like that where, where Kansas knows and anyone on your team knows they can go to you and you can go get them a bucket? Ah, oh, that's a good feeling. That's a real good feeling. <laughs> uh, especially when you you got a coach drawing up plays for you once he knows you're hot. That's, that's a good feeling to uh, be able to just go out there and have trust in your teammates you, you, your your teammates have trusted you that you're going to knock down the shot. So it's, it was a good feeling. Well, as almost a 40% three-point shooter from beyond the arc, your college career, I think you had plenty of trust from coaches and teammates. Yeah, yeah that, thank you. Definitely. I'm looking forward to tonight. I, I really hope that, that you get picked up tonight at some point in the draft or, or after the draft. We know that there's always a rush of deals after the draft. This so more than ever as teams look to try to expand their roster. But I'm hoping for the best for you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, honestly. Thank you. That's Isaiah Moss, soon-to-be NBA player, right before the NBA draft. Thanks for taking the time, Isaiah. Thank you for having me. Be good and be good. So another, we'll see you later tonight for the NBA draft recap on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.